if someone can if cross driving, the country in like less than two days, <laughs> I, I've seen a whole YouTube video on it. They like get these cars and they they go like a hundred. Because all the things on the internet are for well, sure true. true. I love no, that it's Conley, true. Conley used TikTok today as a as a as a source. As a, yeah, it is true. Very, I guarantee you, reliable. Yeah, it's like a whole documented thing. They get people out ahead of them to get tickets to get the cops off of the highway, and then they pay back their tickets. <laughs> it's genius. They crossed the country averaging like 117 miles an hour the whole way. Because mm. that's, that's safe. Why. That's why they made it so quickly. Yeah. It's I'm not, not, not going to be legal. driving 117. <laughs> going to Utah. Well, you could. <laughs> Through the I, mountains. I could. I could. <laughs> the eighth episode of my college story i am miranda davis and i'm brian motto and we are here with a beautiful hawaiian group of seniors and boots and boots hawaiian country seniors it's beautiful um so we are talking today to reed williams shahan ahmed grace polkowski and sarah huckabeast or huckabee my gamer tag is Huckabeast. <laughs> I kind of feel left out there. Oh. I didn't get like a cool. I'm sorry. Shahan Ahmed. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Reed, do you need a new way for me to say your name? I'm good. Great. You good? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> so, why are we interviewing all four of you today, you might wonder? Well, the reason is the last couple of students we've had. We've had for very specific reasons, and this one we thought it would be fun to just get a good cross-section of our senior class, where you guys are going in state, out of state, just overall learn about your process. And as we looked at the class, we thought you guys had a good representation uh, of what that might look like. So thank you guys for agreeing to be on. Shahan. <laughs> yeah, of course. How's, no, how's Arsenal doing, Shahan? How's Arsenal? Yeah. Well, um, uh, I think we're doing pretty good. It's in 10th of the table, which is not as good as usual. But, yeah. If you know about the Europa League, we're in the semifinals. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I've not you know, semifinals can go to the finals. Mm. So finals is a big thing. Okay. Final four, at least, then, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So on to college stuff, guys. So, okay, <laughs> we would like each of you just introduce yourself how long you've been at All Saints, where you're going next year, and intended major. Okay. Everybody got that? Who's so. going first? All right. I guess I will. So I'm Reed Williams. Uh, this is my second year at All Saints. I plan to attend Baylor University and study business and then go into pre-law. Awesome. Law school. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Student debt. <laughs> All right, um, I'm Shahan Ahmed. This is my seventh year at All Saints. Uh, I'm going to UT Tyler, and I plan to major in biology and then go to med school. 
There you go. All right. More yeah. student debt. Yeah. <laughs> Long road. Hi, I am Grace Falkowski. Um, I've gone to All Saints for five years, I think. And I'll be attending Sanford University in the fall. And I got into their early assurance program for pharmacy. So also student debt. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Sarah Huckabee. I've been at All Saints for 14 years. Alpha Omega. That's Ooh. what's up. Um, I am going to Brigham Young University starting this summer because I'm crazy. I'm doing summer term and I'm going to be studying economics. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds exciting for you. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, so the first thing we wanted to talk to you guys about was where all did you apply? Because we always talk about your college list and building your college list and what that looks like. And what schools did you ultimately choose between? So like think about like how you chose your schools, why you chose those schools, and then which ones that were really, I mean, some of you was between one or two. Some of you it was between a few. Like what did that look like? Who wants to go first? I can go. So I applied literally all over the place because I didn't really have a preference of where I wanted to be. Well, at the start, I didn't have a preference of where I wanted to be because I've moved a lot. I used to live in Michigan. I was born in Indiana, so I've been north and south. So I applied to over, like, 11 schools, I think, which includes, like, Sanford, Belmont, some schools in Texas, like UT, A&M, UNT, UT Tyler, TJC, and then Butler up in Indianapolis, and then a couple others, I think. But yeah. So which ones were you ultimately choosing between? Uh, mm, okay, so I always wanted to go to UT. That was like my top for a while, but it was also a reach for me, mm -hmm. especially with my major, because I wanted to go somewhere in natural sciences, which is hard to get into at UT. Um, but change of plans, I got capped, which was kind of heartbreaking, but also Mr. Milano gave me some good advice about that, and that every rejection leads to a redirection. And so I took that into mind, and we did a little college trip over spring break and I kind of started breaking down my options and I was picking between Butler, Sanford and what ended up happening ironically because I applied to schools not caring about the distance but that was the major break between Butler and Sanford. Mm -hmm. Sanford's closer to home. So. There you go. Awesome. Right. I'll go next. Um, pretty much I just wanted to stay in Texas. It was like as a thing between like my parents and I. Like I really wanted to stay in Texas, so I had options of like pretty much all the schools in Texas. So like Texas Tech, TCU, SMU, UT, UT Tyler, um, Baylor were pretty much the only schools I was looking at. And then I only picked three, which we narrowed down with Mr. Moto and Miss Davis. Helped me narrow them down. So it was. It was Baylor, SMU, and UT Tyler. So then, out of those, I picked UT Tyler, and you know, both my sisters had gone there. It was the closest to home, because it's in Tyler, it's where I live. And, you know, it was it was good enough for me. I liked I liked the school, I toured the school, and my sisters enjoyed it there, so 
it worked out. Awesome. I liked it. I like that you took a big, long list and you kind of narrowed it down, and I think yeah. you just applied to where you wanted to go. Yeah. There you go. All right, Reed. Oh, me. Okay, so I applied to mostly schools in Texas with one outside of Texas. So I applied to Baylor, UT, Texas A&M, Georgia, and TCU were my five that I applied to. And I really, main thing, I mainly wanted to stay in state, but Georgia did offer some of things that were on my list that I really wanted, kind of just the southern feel to. But that was my really kind of like one place that I would go far. But ultimately, I just decided to stay in Texas. That So we just kind of wiped that off the table. And then I've been a UT fan my entire life, die hard, <laughs> through and through. Like My room when I was a kid was burnt orange instead of like a neutral baby color, burnt orange. That was real cute. It, giant painted Bevo. <laughs> I woke up to it every night. Um, but I, the more I started to think about it, and I'd always loved Austin, but whenever I started trying to think about it, and this was pretty early on in the process, after I applied, I was thinking about like living in Austin, and I just I couldn't see it. Like I love visiting Austin; it's a fun city, but it's just too hectic for me. Like I love like to get away and Tyler. I'll just go drive just down by a lake or somewhere, just somewhere out in the country kind of. And so I just felt like it's a bit overwhelming because you're not just, like you're in the city mm-hmm. and there's no really escape from that. And so I kind of marked that off my list. You know, I ultimately got, ultimately got capped, but I really didn't care because I kind of wiped it off my list. So my final three were Baylor, TCU, and A&M. And what really led me to Baylor was TCU was just a little bit out of our price range. I got a better scholarship at Baylor. And so then it really, TCU kind of got taken off the board and then it was A&M and Baylor. And what led to me choosing Baylor was, although it was, it's a lot more expensive than A&M, I would, had already been accepted to the business program and the pre-law, I forget what they call it. It's like, a, it's the pre-law track, but they have a special word for it at Baylor. So I'm already guaranteed a class yeah. and stuff. So just figured, like, while a lot of my friends are going to A&M, I just figured it would be a better spot for me to be to learn and just kind of kind of want to get out on my own, but also still be close to home. So that's what led me to Baylor. Awesome. Huh? So everywhere I applied, and then... Sure. Okay, so I applied to five places, and it's basically exactly where Reed applied. <laughs> Four in-state and one out-of-state. I applied to, applied to UT Austin, um, TCU, Baylor, Texas A&M, and then BYU. And I adamantly knew that I was new. This was me a few months ago, that I was going to stay in Texas where it was nice and warm, and I was close to my family, and I could drive home on the weekend. And you see how that went. Um, and I originally had my heart pretty set on um, BYU for a little while. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be good. It's cold, but I'll be by my sister, and I'll have a really cute dog close by, so I'll be okay. Um, <laughs> but then I got my UT acceptance, and I had been accepted in the Macomb School of Business. And I was like, whoa. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> she downplays that so well. And uh, I was pretty excited. A lot of people were just like, that's fantastic. And I was like, I know. I'm so confused. So <laughs> I, um, I ultimately decided to go to BYU for a lot of reasons, but that was my 
my big choice was between UT and BYU yeah. in the end. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So thank you guys. Some of you, as you were telling us that, that part of your story, you guys did talk a little bit about some of your non-negotiables, right? Distance came up quite a bit. Uh, some of you programs, some, some financial aid. But w were there any other, as you guys narrowed your list and ultimately came to your final decision, were there any other non-negotiable type factors that came into play for you guys? And, and how did you navigate those? Um, one big non-negotiable I had was like size and uh, teacher-student ratio. Yeah. So like I would either research that or I'd even ask my sisters and they'd just be, it was like, I'm, I'm really not sure it was, it was, it's a good, it's like one teacher would only have like 10 students, which is what I'd like. So I think getting closer to teachers is one really big thing that I really wanted in a school, so. I agree with Shahan because that was one of the things that helped me decide between Baylor and A&M was one of my other non-negotiables, which most of my schools had, was sports. I love sports. I wanted to be able to go to... information. <laughs> I wanted to be able to go to like, a big sports events and get that whole experience, but also have like smaller class sizes and not be so overwhelmed throughout the week, but then still be able to go... So like Baylor, they're Big 12 in all of their sports, but their student-to-teacher ratio is way lower than A&M. A&M is a huge school, and so that was really kind of a big deal. Like small school but big school benefits for me. Mm -hmm. I know I really wanted to go to a school that had a very reputable business school that I could get good jobs out of college with and so I was looking for those ranked schools with the businesses, business schools in them, which I know is like I was looking for all these crazy like ranked schools, but really I just wanted the best internship and job opportunities out of college, and I knew that if I went to these schools that had good reputations, that I would be upped from there on my life after college. So, yeah, I mean, kind of going along with Sarah, I all the schools for the most part that I applied to had a like pre-pharmacy program, so kind of. I knew like if I kept a certain GPA first couple of years of college, I would have a seat in the pharmacy school, which knowing me and my anxious self, that would take a lot of relief off my back and taking the PCAT. I know I'd be so stressed out about that. Um, and then also like kind of going down to when I was deciding between Butler and Sanford, definitely weather. Um, yeah. It was a little, it was chilly. We, we went over spring break, and we actually, we watched, right before March Madness started, we watched Michigan State play Maryland, and Michigan State did not pull through. My dad was really upset because he's a diehard <laughs> Michigan State fan, but the house is divided. My mom's Michigan, so it's a little, yes. Um, but yeah, it was like 45 degrees, 50 degrees, in spring, over my spring break, and I was like, okay. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Hey, weather's a big deal. You have to live in it. Might as well be a factor. <laughs> Mr. Ju Mr. Mato's judging you. Judging everybody. I notice. <laughs> yes. But He's got the look. You've lived. No, I get it. Enough, I do get it. And I lived. I, I understand. I lived it's, it too. It's all relative, right? Yes. I'm from up north, and I still haven't adjusted to the heat down here, right? I'll never forget. 
the first time I was down oh, here. And I it was story. nine o'clock at night, or it wasn't the first time I was down here, but I'd been down here for a while, I should say. It was nine o'clock at night. Alice and my wife and I were out walking the dog, and it was 86. And I was like, man, it feels great out here. And then I thought to myself, you're crazy. 86 in Ohio is really hot. Yeah. And I looked at her and I said, you can't tell my family I said that. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it, it's all relative. It's what you get used to. Um, yeah. One of my first visits down here, it was 95 out. And I was like, man, this, this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And my wife looked at me, then my fiance, and she said, oh, it's warm. And I was like, no, this is borderline H-E-double-L. And she's like, no, this wait. is only warm here. Just wait. It gets hotter than this. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And she was right. When I first... So weather is important. I get it. Oh, yeah. When I first moved here, it was the summer going into my fifth grade year. And it was recorded as, like, one of the hottest summers in Texas. And me and my family were like, oh, great. Not adjusted. And get this. I played... Played tennis, die hard, no. USDA. So my first practice at like a little junior class at Holly Tree was like 2 to 4 p.m., like the hottest part of the day. I had to sit out for the last hour because <laughs> I passed out on the court. I mean, that's not funny, but it's... Yeah, funny. no, yeah. So it was a little bit of adjustment. It hit me hard, but... So, all right, so besides the obvious that so this year, obviously there was a pandemic. I'm not sure y'all were aware. It was a pandemic. I did not know. So that obviously put some, like, bumps in the road for what y'all were deciding, what you were thinking. I'm sure it made you think in a different way of what you were wanting to do versus what you decided to do. So besides the obvious COVID, what curveballs did you experience? And if you did experience any, how did you handle them? Well, I know for me a lot of the time, so I was applying, I thought I was applying to a lot of schools, but compared to some people, I didn't apply to a ton of schools. <laughs> but um, with COVID and stuff, I was out of school for like two weeks for quarantine and different things, and um, I realized that some things kind of slipped through the cracks, like with deadlines and things, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, those just were battles with, I know, I remember it's really, it was really important that I would check my emails with, from my reps and my schools, because I would get emails that would say, our office is really behind and we don't think we've received your transcript, can you please get back to your advisors and ask you to send them again, and you guys were like, we sent those months ago, <laughs> and so that, I think, was the biggest struggle, was just, uh, sometimes the communication was a little off, but the biggest fix to that is just check in your emails mm. that's crazy yeah always check your emails Any, anything else any like crazy things that happened that you weren't expecting or I mean one thing that I, I did uh, I mean because of COVID kind of I guess was like I would get distracted a lot and so I would get away from college stuff and I remember I had to log back into my UT Tyler sign-in, and I'd forgotten my sign-in information and everything, and that had all of my, like, everything I needed to do, my orientation dates, my, like, just advisor dates. And then I was like, okay, what do I do? So then I asked my sister, I was like, what do I do? And she's like, well, you need to email them 
email the the like uh, one stop shop is what it's called. So then they're like, I was like, hey, my name's Muhammad Shahan Nabil Ahmed. I need my student ID. <laughs> and, and they're like, yeah, I got you. And I, I was like, oh, sweet. So it was like, it was actually a lot easier than I thought. And I was just stressing out because that was super important, and it is. But um, you know, that was pretty much the biggest curveball. I ran into. <laughs> Forgetting your credentials. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Uh, I feel like I didn't, I don't know. I guess with COVID, can I talk about COVID? Even sure. though you said outside of that? Okay. Well, as cases were like rising and stuff, and I was hearing back from seniors that graduated last year and their experience, and they're like, oh, all our classes are Zoom. We barely have any hybrid. Like, I live in my dorm. I don't know anywhere on campus. Rush was online. I was like, well, that kind of sounds a little miserable. Not going to lie. And then as um, cases started rising and we started having more quarantines in the fall and up towards winter, during the winter period, I was like, well, I was considering just staying here for a year and then transferring in because I was like, that's such a waste of money to just sit in a dorm and like do online classes. You're paying all that money for that in-school experience, so. Let me ask this question. So did um, COVID and some of like the way that the fall started for the, the freshmen this year in college, did that sway some of your decisions and what colleges you applied to and what you looked at and what you didn't look at at all? Or was it kind of all about the same? Um, for my tours, a lot, like two of my tours, I can only go into like two of the buildings mm -hmm. because of COVID and so it's kind of hard. A lot of like what I was finding out about schools was just online and it's really hard to like kind of like picture online and so you're having to like piece it together what you see online like oh that's in that building mm -hmm. so stuff like that and so it was really like right before I made my decision luckily we were able to get like a full-on tour and that really helped because before that it's kind of tough to at least for me to gauge like what I liked about a place whenever there's no one outside, no one yeah. doing anything, and times where you can't go into buildings because of COVID. So luckily as stuff kind of started to lax throughout the year, and they got, we were able to take actual tours, and so that really helped because it was, it was definitely really tough to try to sit there on a Zoom and while someone's driving a golf cart, and you're yeah, like, I have no clue. And it's like <laughs> literally for a Baylor tour, they had someone with a phone sitting next to the person on a, a golf cart driving and like telling people like yeah this building is here this is what certain classes are here and like it's cutting out it's like two pixels and that's then fantastic like, and the person's like uh did we lose connection the whole time and then so they're like it was it was miserable but luckily we were able to get a real tour which i feel like is a good idea in, in like in perspective but like when you get it when <laughs> actually doing it, you're like, man, this was a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do to try to get students just on quote-unquote campus, right? Yeah, it was, what a day. <laughs> <laughs> so thinking about next year, guys, what, what are you looking forward to most? And then on the flip side of that, what seems most intimidating about heading off to college? go first. So I'm super excited to make new friends, I think, and kind of get that clean slate because um, 
growing up, I always moved to schools, like, in the middle of the year, like, the end of elementary or in the middle of middle school or at the beginning of high school or something like that. And um, it was kind of hard to, like, go into a group where all these kids already have these, like, long-lasting bonds. I was like, well, I can't really, like, compare to that because I'm the new kid. Mm-hmm. And so um, I guess just, like, everyone's on the same boat. So it's kind of just a fresh start for everyone, which really nice. Um, thing I'm most intimidating about, I guess it's just, like, little doubts. Like, am I not going to like it? Was this the right decision? But I feel like everyone kind of goes through that a little bit. And then, obviously, just, like, missing my parents because I definitely think that will happen in the first semester because I have not, besides, like, tennis camps for, like, one or two weeks over the summer, I've never lived that long away from my parents or away from home. But my mom said she was like, you're not coming home the first semester. We're going to break that homesickness for you. Good for her. (laughs) Agreed. Yes. (laughs) My mom is the opposite. She's like, you're coming home every single weekend. <laughs> um, kind of with Grace, same things. Like, just, I think every student that applies somewhere, they're like, is this the right school for me? Especially mm-hmm. for me going to Baylor. For us, it's kind of, a, we had to get financial aid, and so it is a big investment. And so for us to go through it, we, I think we all kind of are like just hoping that it's the right decision. I think it is, but I feel like everyone just has that little doubt that it's not. But for what I'm looking forward to, uh, all the sports events and just I feel like Baylor's kind of like a good community school like it's not too big where I feel like it kind of feels like one big community in a way and so I'm very looking I'm looking forward to that a lot and so I think you've already gotten to experience some student sport activities correct? I did I did get to go watch the national championship game which we won and stormed the field one of the best experiences I've had in a long time it was very fun got a t-shirt out of it too I, yes, I did, but oh. I left one at the stadium too. <gasps> I got one for his family because we had they went. the state yeah. that week in Waco. Oh, yeah. We were practicing on the practice courts, and across, my mom was like, oh, "They're selling T-shirts. I'll have to go buy some for the Williams family." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, um, I'd say the thing I'm most excited for is getting to like be an expert in biology <laughs> <laughs> just knowing my my major and taking the classes I've always wanted to take um, and then ironically that's also kind of intimidating like all the work the long road that I have planned but I think it'll be fun I mean kind of I'm pretty excited about just being a nerd about it, <laughs> you know? Nerd. <laughs> I think that's a healthy fear, though. Like, yeah, you maybe. know, you have a lot, but you're excited about it, but you're yeah. nervous. Mm. It's yeah. healthy. Mine is pretty much exactly the same as Shahan's. I'm just really excited to keep studying because I really do like to learn things. <laughs> um, and I'm excited to do it in a Christ-centered environment. I've been, I feel very fortunate to have gone to a school that has religious affiliation, uh, and I'm going, that was a really big part of me choosing to go to BYU is because it was a, um, a church school uh, for my faith, and that's a really huge part of my life, and I can't deny it. It's a huge part of who I am, and so I'm super excited to have those classes that are built in um, that are deeper theology classes studying the foundations of my religion 
and I'm really excited for that and just getting to study and become a nerd in all the things that I <laughs> always just looked up on the side on Google. I get repu good, reputable professors now giving me the information. Instead of Google, Instead of Instagram, Google. TikTok. <laughs> yes. And I think the thing I am dreading the most is leaving my family and mostly my dog. Yeah. Rosie. Sadie. It's okay. It's it's the yeah. Wait, I thought it was Rosie. Wait, what, did I, have I been saying that all week <laughs> and you haven't corrected me? Hi. I just call her Buggy, but uh, yeah, I'm really I'm really sad to leave Texas because I love Texas. Um, but I think it'll be really good for me to yeah. have some change. But that's probably what I'm yeah. Awesome. All right. So the two questions we always ask when we interview seniors. So first question. What is one thing you really enjoyed about the process? Read. I think I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed like looking at all the schools. Like yeah. it's kind of like shopping almost. Like going to shop for like a new car. <laughs> it's something like a shiny new college. A shiny new college. Yeah. I mean, it's just fun to kind of go with your family and like look because even with the schools that I I'm not going to, I have fun experiences there with my family, like going out to eat and all that. And so I think. While it is like a super daunting process, like mm -hmm. it is a giant decision, there also is like some fun to it. It yeah. is exciting because then at the end of the day, you do get that shiny new college mm -hmm. that you're going to. So it is a really scary process, but I would just say not to like be too scared of it and just enjoy it while it's happening. Awesome. Shahan, what did you enjoy? I think just while I'm applying, like, I'm having the idea that, yes, I'm going to college. Like, you know, you kind of get pumped that you're going to college while you fill out the form, and you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. So <laughs> I think that's probably what I was most excited for, honestly. Yeah, the reality of it. Yeah, it's like I'm actually going to college. Yeah. You're like, mm, for real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. I guess kind of going with the reads, we made two spring break trips, my junior and senior year. Junior year literally right before COVID all went down mm -hmm. and then we went this year it was just super fun to be able to hang out my family had some life pep talks from my dad on the car rides um but yeah I thought that was the best part yeah. even though like what Reed said it is a little scary yeah look a beast the best part by far for me was I think my confidence in the past year has just skyrocketed significantly. Just mm -hmm. taking that much time to sit down and think about yourself and like write essays about yourself and really dig into the things that are the most important to you and the things that you want to pick out about yourself to tell colleges. It's like, oh, wow, my life has been really fun and I have a lot of cool things about me that I get to share with other other people next year. And i just grown a lot more confident in my um, talents and what I like and just getting to talk to people, and that's been yeah. amazing. Because y'all are awesome, and you need to have to brag about it. So. I agree on that. I, like, once I was filling out, like, my resume and figuring out my essays and stuff like that, I'm like, dang, I actually have a lot more exciting things about myself. Look how awesome I am on yeah. a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, I agree, too, because I remember, I think it was, either beginning of junior year, we were just driving through Waco, and we were kind of like looking at it just while driving through, and we just kind of took a little pit stop. And my mom was like, this is a really good school, but she's like, well, but, and then my dad was like, well, 
just being honest, we don't know if we could do it because time it's just financially but then finding out that I qualified for a pretty big scholarship was like really kind of like got me going and motivated that I need to keep it up because then that makes something that what I thought was impossible at the time possible and then now clearly that's where I'm going next year so it's really just kind of like a confidence boost that mm -hmm. if you want something you can work for it and really kind of like that's really one of the first things that I've had in my life where it's been something that I've had to work for specifically that I thought was impossible. So, so Mr. Mata, if, if I'm hearing him correctly, his nugget is that it is important to keep up with your grades and work hard, right? It is. It is very important. And I didn't even think that I was the best student until I had always been kind of like down on myself about school sometimes. Like I get like an 85 and be kind of upset about myself because that's just the way I was raised, but then still seeing that even with, there were some times where I had struggles in school, but was still able to get that scholarship mm -hmm. and get into Baylor and go and get the scholarship and be, that's where I'm going. That was really, just kind of like showed me that it is possible. That's awesome. Okay, so some of you kind of touched on this already. So the second question we always ask is what piece of advice would you give students that are about to start their college story? Just enjoy it. I mean, like, like I said earlier, it's scary, but Make memories out of your tours. See everything you can. Don't take it too seriously. Like I, I get that it is a big, big deal, but have fun with it, really, mm -hmm. or else you will get overwhelmed and yeah. you will freak out about it. But if you just think about it, like these are gonna be the next four years, and a lot of people say college is the best time of your life. Think about it, you're picking the best place for you to have the best time of your life, so. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember. Mr. Mata always saying, it doesn't matter where you go to college, it's what you do at college. And I think that's a really good saying. I think that's important. They do remember things that you say. They make you feel good. I'm glad they listen a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then. Sometimes you get the glazed look, but they're soaking it in behind the glazed look. <laughs> that's perfect. Ladies, what piece of advice would you give? Mine's not as fun, but it's to stay organized and to plan. It, um, it's not fun, but it's very appropriate it's for very, you. It's very, yes. Um, I love to color code things, and I my application <laughs> processes were definitely color coded and organized, and that relieved a lot of my stress because I always could go to one place and get a really solid view of my process and everything. So I think that was a, a huge plus for me and a, I'll pat myself on the back for that because I relieved a lot of stress throughout the process so I would definitely recommend planning things effectively and Miss Davis and Mr. Motto will thank you as well mm-hmm most definitely especially when you get that color coordinated long list of essays and short answers and you don't have to figure out which ones go with which it's great yeah adding on to that definitely be organized um, I recommend all the essays, because some schools have different essays, make a little folder in your Google Drive, save them all, because you might be able to reuse some of them. That's right. So, and then also just like, I guess with my kind of story, I was super discouraged that I didn't get into my dream school, and I thought, you know, like, this is where I'm gonna end up no matter what, but life threw a curveball, and I'm going to school in Alabama, so just kind of trust the process and know that Maybe things might turn out different than what you expected, but just know that, like, what Mr. Ronaldo said, again, 
every rejection has a redirection. You have to go in open-minded. You can't go in narrow-minded because I was narrow-minded for the first 15 years of my life. And if I yeah. remained <laughs> narrow-minded on UT, obviously I got capped and I would have been absolutely devastated. But at that point, because I had been open-minded about the process and decided to look at other schools and ultimately found a different school, I really didn't, it didn't bother me too much that I got yeah. capped. And so you really just have to go into it with an open mind, not knowing where you're going to go and just let the school find you, essentially. I like that. Oh, oh, oh. That's going on the quote board. Yeah, very much quote board material. Well done. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, thanks, guys, for being here today. Y'all have done great. Give yourselves a small round of applause. Shahan, awesome. can we get a thoughts class? Thoughts class. <laughs> Thank you. I w- that was I've been waiting class. all day for I've been that. waiting for my spot. <laughs> it was a, was a class uh, podcast. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, guys, for being here. That's the end of our episode for today. Um, Be sure to follow us on Instagram, and thanks for listening to another episode of My College Story.